This is London, standing on the feet of idiots. Welcome to Standing on the Feet of Idiots. This is me, Ian. On the other side of the podcast, we've got our regulars, uh, Mark S. Yo. Hello. What is happening? Guest, Mark P. And also, uh, previous guest, Rachel. Ian, I believe usually you go, guest, Mark P, and then pause for Mark to say something. I thought I did. Good evening. (laughs) Should we try it again? Yes. Right, with discipline on the hellos, please. Beep. Good evening, and welcome to Standing on the Feet of Idiots. Uh, this is a regular Ian saying hello. Regular uh, Mark, say hello. Yes, I'm very regular, <laughs> thanks to a high diet of fruit and fibre. Previous guest Mark P, say hello. Hello. And previous guest Rachel, would you like to say hello? Hello. Today we're going to be talking about uh, the future of the European Union, more specifically Brexit. And uh, Mark, perhaps you'd like to kick us off, tell us a little bit about Europe. Before we get into Europe, we need to touch on America. Mm. Uh, We we had a comment from uh, Rowan uh, from California and the good old US of A. Um, And his comment, which, which I think we need to pause on, is... It was on the comment on our Mason's episode, and his comment is, the track, no one. And basically, uh, Rowan, this is a plea. What do you mean? Is that three words? The track, no one. That's four words. He, he split He split no okay. one into two words. The track, no. American thing, I expect. The track, no one. Talk to no one mm. on the track. What you think is a railway reference, do you? Could be. Could be. Um, Could be code, because you know the Masons probably built the railways. Yeah, fair enough. Yes, somebody had to. Someone had the ancient Egyptian railways. Certainly, they built. <laughs> or was that the aliens? Mm. The thing is, I mean, who built who built the railways? Nobody knows. This is it. <laughs> is it you know occult technology? Yeah. Um, which cult built the radio? The <laughs> radio? <laughs> I heard it was a pair of cults that built the radio. But, uh, mm. There we go. Okay, so shall we um, launch into um, the EU and should Britain leave it? So oh. we probably need to um, explain what Brexit is. Yes. Uh, is it a new kind of breakfast cereal? <laughs> uh, no. Um it's an abomination of the English language. That's what it is. <laughs> yes, it's... Um, it sounds like cat biscuits. Sounds like a sweet gone wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Brex. Yeah, like brekkies and things. Like, okay. Like breakfast cereal. Yeah. Breakfast cereal. Yeah, cat biscuits. Cat biscuits is good. Yeah. Why not give him Brexits? Mmm. <laughs> That fleecy coat. I believe that's what Nigel Farage eats every day. Uh, oh, yes. So basically Brexit, oh, fudge. Uh, Brexit, if you don't know, is the campaign for the Britain to leave the European Union, or as it used to be known, the European Economic Community. Yes, I was or before that, the European Iron and Gold League. It was, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that, now the European Iron and Gold League, 
went on to become the Premier League, didn't they? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. And so now we want to leave Leicester. Is that what you're saying? We want to leave. I think we do want to leave Leicester. But even uh, the people of Leicester want to leave Leicester. So. Yes, that's why they were all on the train to London today. Yes. <laughs> Trying to leave um, Leicester. So yeah, Brexit. Um, they want to leave the European Union and um, it's, Leicester do. Leicester do. Yes. Oh, that's fair enough. Yeah, oh, it's all right. I mean, let them go, I say. It's a big hole in the, in the map of Europe. <laughs> so um, Brexit is the campaign to leave the European Union. Does anyone know what the campaign to stay in the European Union is called? Brexit. I, I don't know the answer. I, I was hoping somebody did. No. In it together. Better in it. In it together, yes. In it, in it great. Great in it. I don't know. In it. In better it, out. Better, better in, in than it. <laughs> Better in it deep than out of it, um, yeah. etc. Okay, um, so there's there's two sides. One side thinks we should leave the European Union. One side thinks we should stay in the European Union. Uh, the comedy largely is all on the side wanting to leave the European Union. The yes. side wanting to stay doesn't seem to have much. No, um, that's, that's why they're failing then. Their campaign, they need more comedy, surely. Yeah, yeah, they need more. Well, they're sort of going for that boring thing, aren't they? Mm. Kind of like, you know, you actually vote for the boring, safe person rather than the insane nutter or Nigel yes. Farage, as he's known. Yes. Um, so I, I've got a variety of lyrics um, on whether we should um, leave or stay the European Union. OK, I've got five, I think, that I've rounded up from pop philosophers. Mm. Mark, you're going through your notes here, I see. <laughs> How many have you got? Just explain here. Mr. Spiller here has his iPad. He's looking through any in his shopping list of notes, and I've got a glass of beer, um, which is very much a metaphor. Yes. Uh, Rachel, how, how many? What have you got? Four. Four. <laughs> four. Any advance on four? <laughs> well, I think Ian, you're you're top with five then. So do you want to do you want to give us uh, somebody? Do you want to go first? I'm happy to. I'm happy to give you uh, Schiller, who I think is a new philosopher for this program. Uh, Schiller. His, in the English translation of his German uh, lyrics to the Ode to Joy. So, okay. and something like this. Obviously, translation is um, subjective, as we know, but let's rock and roll. Joy is bubbling in the glass through the grape's golden blood. Cannibals print gentleness. What? And cannibals drink gentleness. No, cannibals don't print gentleness. Cannibals no, drink no. gentleness no. and despair drinks courage. Brothers fly from your seats when the full rummer is going round. And rummer is a sort of a toasting cup or shared glass. I thought I'd Google that. It's not rude. Okay. So he is saying the best reason to stay in Europe is uh, gobbledygook that I can see. Yes, that is the anthem. Because a lot of people think it's um, the final countdown by Europe, but it's not. The official anthem is "Ode to Joy," and those are lyrics sometimes sung to it. With the word "cannibals" in. This is the translation I got. I mean, you know, someone else might translate it as. <laughs> the lyrics to the European Union national anthem has the word "cannibals" in. That's. <laughs> I suppose it might have a broader figurative sense that you know. That we're all eating each other. Pardon? 
we're all eating each other. Is that, is that what they're trying to well, say? Like find young cannibals or someone like that. You know, it might be they eat themselves or you know, or yeah. We all I sustain each. We all sustain each other, perhaps. Yes. We're all in the same cooking pot. We're all in the pot yeah, together. Is, Give yeah. it a stir. We have a sort of try not to spill it. We have a sort of picture postcard view of cannibals. I think in Britain that you know put people in the pot. And, <laughs> I don't know. Yes. No. I, I think I think we're there. I think that's the idea. You put them in the pot, don't you? And yeah. um, we'll come out with Europe. <laughs> Wow, well that's that's quite an opening, isn't it? Well, yeah. yeah. Basically, if anybody on the Brexit campaign is listening to us, I would imagine fairly soon there'd be a press release about the uh, stupidity of the European national anthem with its cannibal lyrics. Mm. Mm. I suppose haven't we doesn't one of our um, na Britain's national songs talk about slaves? Yes. Yeah, so it's not, not Britain's too far. never 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 shall be slaves. I don't think it kind of yeah. Talked about them in the negative, but all oh, right, we're saying we're against like no, we're not saying we're against slavery, we're saying we don't want to be slaves. That's but right. we're for but we're for cannibalism. We're definitely for cannibalism. Yes. Uh, that's fair enough. Okay. Uh um, um cannibals for forks. Oh. I think I think uh so that's song number one. Rachel's got something teed up here. Okay. Uh, okay, Rach, what have you got to the party? Um well obviously where else would you go in this sort of situation other than to Whitney Houston, basically? Because um, I was thinking that without the EU, Britain won't have anything. As in, I have nothing. I have nothing. Thinking, because we're going to, you know, financially, that will probably affect the economy and we'll be like, no, come back, we want you. So I thought of the desperation Britain might feel if they didn't have Europe, they'd be like going, come back, we want you. And I thought Whitney Houston sums it up with, I have nothing, nothing, nothing if I don't have you, you know? Okay. So she's pro-European Union, quite she desperate. She's very desperate to stay in Europe, I feel, Whitney. But the first verse is particularly good. It goes, mm -hmm. share my life, take me for what I am, because I'll never change all my colours for you. Take my love, I'll never ask for too much, just all that you are and everything that you do. And I think she's a new pop and rock philosopher to the podcast. I don't think we've had Whitney Houston before, as it were. No. So Britain, it won't change all its colours for Europe, but it's still quite desperate to, to stay in Europe, I feel. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, that's why mm -hmm. I thought Whitney was, was appropriate. Was getting that. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. because we have nothing if we don't have that protection don't have Europe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we need that protection, but we're not willing to change to be like them. We're not going to change to become like Europe but we would be quite desperate if we didn't have them okay that's yeah. what so. that's why she wrote the song I feel yeah. yeah fantastic I mean she is also dead but you know mm. she, she, she had a remarkable sense of premonition about, oh, okay. about what would have happened in the future when the Europe mm. yeah that's fair enough yeah. yeah well I mean I, I, I've got another person who had a remarkable sense of um Premonition about what was going to happen. Uh, Joe Strummer, mm. I think, when he, the clash, posed perhaps the key question really should I stay or should I go now? Uh, and then basically they're saying that if they go, there will be trouble. Yes. Okay, so pointing out the economic difficulties, the trade war difficulties, the 
um, essential problems relating to immigration and border control and all of those difficulties. But if they stay, it's going to be double. Oh dear. It does also get onto race relations, that song, doesn't it? One day it's uh, fine. Alex it? is black, yes. Do oh, you want me yeah. off your back? Yes. Yeah. But he's also saying, you've got to let me know. So he's kind of hoping someone he's else... He's getting the onus very much on Brussels. Yes. Yes. You've got to let me know. Um, but does also say, you're happy when I'm on my knees, which would be a very Brexit kind of analogy, wouldn't it? You mm, know, the, Europe on its knees. Britain is on its knees. Britain is on its knees um, doing something to the French. Yes. Which we'd rather not talk about. No. Okay. Mark. I see you've got, you've got, it's got, there's quite a weight of papers here as Mark goes deep into his research. Oh, but um, anyway, managed to find something at the bottom here. Um, this is from a, a, a European point of view, which sort of suggests why we, maybe they, they want us to stay in. Um, Alley-oop, don't mind, don't worry, don't affect me. It's not today that the sky will fall on my head. I'll be without a Without glue, ooh, 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 this life's for me. Alley-oop, my chick has gone away, flew away, finally had enough to break the sink, the bar, break leaving me sink. alone. Yes. With a complete jerk. Ooh, 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 I put my foot in it. <laughs> and, uh, and then it goes on, this works for me, this works for me, this works for me, this works for me, 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 this works for me, ooh, 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 ooh. This works for me, this works for me, this works for me, this works for me, 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 me. Or to put it another way, c'est plan pour moi, c'est plan pour moi. Oh, I know the artist, yes. C'est plan pour moi. Who can argue with that? Wasn't it? Who's the artist? It was. Plastic Bertrand, yes. Plastic Bertrand! Yes. That's the European point of view. Is he saying it works for him? I think so. He's saying it works for us. Fair enough. Yeah, well done. Um, but he's French, so... No, he's Belgium. Belgium. Basically the same thing. No, come on, I'm, I'm going to take the French, uh, the Belgians on here. French, Belgium, you know. Did not Hercule Poirot say, I am Belgium, you know. Speaks. No, he said, can you all gather in the living room, please? <laughs> he did. Mm. And what did he say in English, didn't he? Didn't say that in uh, Flemish. Yes, no. Fair enough. Okay, shall we launch into Mike Reed's Mike Reed's anthem for the UKIP party? I think it's worth bringing the big guns out to them, yes. I, I think it is. Well, largely because we may not get any further because this is amazing. Okay, so Mike Reed is an English DJ from the 80s, Radio 1, famous for... Ian, what's he famous for not playing? Uh, relax, Frankie goes to Hollywood. Relax, Frankie Ozzoli. Well, one point to Mr. Ian. Uh, yeah, he refused to play Relax uh, because he thought it was offensive. He thought he, it was offensive. He had points. Yeah, to be fair, actually, I never looked at it that way. He was right, wasn't yeah. he? It's kind of like he's sort of famous for not playing it, but he's very valid. Um, and um, I think the DJs are meant to be on the side of the kids. They just are. Tory MPs are meant to be blocking records. When the when the when the DJs are actually blocking the records, it's kind of wrong, obviously. Yeah, um, 
I suppose so. It was Radio 1, though, I mean, blimey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so Mike Reed has also had a had a dabble, dabbled in musical musical stuff. He wrote a song about how you get from John, John O'Groats to Land's End, I believe, mm. using various motorways. Anyway, so he wrote something called the UKIP Calypso oh. and um, brilliantly sang it in a Caribbean accent, which is oh. always... Uh, and well, we could let's go taxpayers money. Where does it go? Not even George Osborne knows. When we're in power and we engage, there'll be no tax on the minimum wage. OK, so not sure he's fully grasping what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's basically saying he doesn't know where the money goes and he doesn't think George Osborne does. And when we're in power he's not going to put any tax on the minimum wage. Okay, he's going to lift people out of uh, basic... Mm. Then, it gets, then it gets dark very quickly. Okay. Our leaders committed a cardinal sin. Open the borders and let them all in. Illegal immigrants in every town... That's every town. Mm-hmm. You know, stand up and be counted Blair and Brown. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, when we get charge and the new prime minister is what's he run with charge? Nigel Farage. Yeah. We can trade with the world again when Nigel is at number ten. Yeah. So he he seems to have a very poor grasp on what's happening in world trade policy. I would say if he yeah. gets with yeah. current trading uh, with the world. Um, through our pension scheme is a mess. We need more money for the NHS. With Jean-Claude Juncker, we're giving it away 55 million every day. Doesn't say what 55 million it is. Um, The EU live in Wonderland, tried to ban Bent Bananas and British Jam. Well, we should have run Wonderland with Sunderland, shouldn't they? It's a bit of a missed opportunity there. Yes. They should try going to Sunderland. What a Northumberland? Yes. Doesn't work quite as well. Um, he's also put, we don't want jam the EU way. No. Jam yesterday, tomorrow, and never today. That is an amazing line. Yes, that's a bit weird. It's like taking a metaphor and implanting <laughs> Really jamming it in. But I don't get it. Jam yesterday, tomorrow, and never today. So he wants jam yesterday, he wants it tomorrow, yeah. but he doesn't. Jam tomorrow. Just for I mean, I could go on, but I won't. Um, they did. <laughs> there are about there are about eighteen verses. Um, and um, he's got the line. Meanwhile, down in Clacton on Sea, UKIP are making history. Douglas Carswell is quite adamant will be the next first MP in Parliament. Mm-hmm. He's very good. So yeah. I don't know. I think he's against the EU. Yeah. With the EU, we must be on our metal. You can't be on your metal, can you? They want to change our lawnmowers and our kettle, our hairdryer, smartphones, and vacuum cleaners, but UKIP is wise to their misdemeanors. Mm. 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 So there we go. That's Mike Reed. Seems to have depressed the hell out of everyone, really. Yeah. 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 Maybe that's why he did it in a Caribbean accent. It's probably Just more... Just get a laugh. Yeah, it's more cheerful. Mm. 
I'm not going to attempt that. Shame. Yeah, he's good. So he's against the EU. Anybody got something for it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. The from the uh, the the uh, great um, uh, philosopher. This is uh, Lou Reed here showing a lot a lot of foresight. Yeah. This was written back in 1960 something, um, and it's really a warning of the dangers if if you leave the EU that you if we if we leave the EU we could all be in danger of losing our cars. And we, have, <laughs> and we could have some serious interior decorating issues as well. It sounds like something out of Mike Reed's um, Calypso lyrics. Anyway, uh, Lou goes on to say, You killed your European son. You spit on those under 21. But now your blue car's gone. You better say so long. Hey, 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 bye, bye, bye. You made your wallpapers green. You want to make love to the scene? Your European son is gone. You'd better say so long. Your clowns bid you goodbye. Wow. I think that's, that's a very strong warning there. Mm, I think that's as tr true today as it was bad, isn't yes. it? Yeah, really? I mean, it's, 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 it's powerful. I don't, I don't follow the detail of his argument, I must admit, but <laughs> he's Lou Reed. He's saying that if no, he's, 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 he's dreamt up a scenario where we've, we've killed your European zone, we, we've left the European Union. Yes. You spit on those under 21, so the, the, the young people are going to suffer. Yeah. Blue car's gone. We're going to have lots of problems with the motoring industry. Yeah. Uh, your wallpaper's gone green, so we're all going to have interior decorating issues. Oh, I see. You want to make love to the scene. You know, we're all going to become depraved. Mm -hmm. Your European son is gone, and the clowns bid you goodbye, so there'll be no more circuses. It's, it's a bleak picture he paints, isn't it? It is very bleak. Yeah. Do you think um, the the wallpaper green is a is a reference to Napoleon's green wallpaper in um, Saint Helena, which supposedly gave him lead poisoning and he died from? Blue reads going that way, and the blue Possibly. car is perhaps yeah. a reference to a Ford Cortina that he used to own. And Napoleon used to drive a Ford Cortina. He, yeah, in yes. New York, they were they're all the rage. Oh, right? the four Cortina. Yeah. Mm. No, Napoleon was famous for his four Cortina. <laughs> <laughs> Drive them. Um, I see you're looking at your watch. It's not that time yet. Now I'm looking at my notes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I've got another pro-European, and it's um, a returning philosopher that's been on the show before and in fact has featured in a philosoph uh, hey. losing uh, to Gary Barlow. It's Morrissey with uh, I'm throwing my arms around Paris. So clearly a pro-European view. In the absence... <laughs> I don't know. I, to be fair, if Hitler said he was throwing his arms around Paris, that yeah. wouldn't be a pro-European yeah. He's throwing his armaments at Paris. That's different. <laughs> 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 I'm throwing my arms around Paris. This one's a Stuka. Yeah, no. yeah, exactly. yeah, sorry. Exactly, it's a cordon of uh, cordon of uh, the Wehrmacht, isn't it, round Paris? Yes, I think this is. Um, yeah, this is a, this is you know your literal arms rather than your martial arms. So, oh, okay. in the absence no, of hang on, it's not it's not his literal arms. He's not literally throwing his arms around Paris. No, it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. And. Um, 
we can discuss it before hearing it or perhaps discuss it after hearing it but i'm saying that uh, in the absence of finding real love in the real world which marty seems to struggle with um he's saying well i'd rather fall in love with the city can i hear it we're gonna no, go on, on. <laughs> in the absence of your love and the absence of human touch i have decided <laughs> i'm throwing my arms around around paris because only stone and steel accept my love. You see? If there's no one in the world that would love you, at least a beautiful city will um, respond to your love. And here we have uh, another guest presenter on the show. Where do we get to? Um, Morrissey. Oh, your your doors. Your door is ajar, sir. (laughs) That's the best bit so far. It is, isn't it? What are you getting told off by your wife? <laughs> Don't let the neighbours see. <laughs> Morrissey. Morrissey. I mean, I, I think you sort of what you should have done is read that lyric out and then asked us to guess what artist it was because I think it's definitely Morrissey. I have been thinking that there's another version of throwing your arms around. Yeah. We're thinking he's embracing them. He could actually just be running around like a lunatic, throwing his arms around. Oh, he's just driven to driven to despair by the European Union. Yes, or driven to despair by just listening to his own lyrics, maybe. To be, to be fair, Morris is driven to despair by anything. Yes. I, I would say if Europe want to get rid of us, it's probably got something to do with not having to listen to any more Morrissey. I think they're really celebrating in the streets of the... Dordogne, is that Europe? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's France. Oh. That's Europe, isn't it? Yes. Um, in there, Rachel, you've got another another lyric, another pro, another pro lyric. Um, yes, I've definitely got one, probably written from the French, from the French, from the European point of view. Um, who are comparing Britain to a lover walking out? Um, it's by Faithless, and it's Don't Leave. Um, and the first verse goes, packing your bags like people in the movies do, all severe and not saying a word. And I'm sitting down here just watching you. And I'm thinking, where has all the love gone? Where's the love gone to? Don't leave. You've got me hurting. Don't leave. You see? And you, Oh, you know, it's never been easy to love someone like me. Don't leave. So that's the European. I think that's Europe begging Britain to stay. I think they okay. want us to stay in the EU. <laughs> <laughs> they obviously... I'm not sure they do, to be honest. <laughs> well, they do according to Faithless. Yes. I... I... <laughs> you, you haven't seen an awful lot of Angela Merkel or, um, or, or indeed any European leader going, oh yes, please don't leave. Oh no. Where would we be without the British? <laughs> Oh no. 
Barack Obama, Barack Obama said, don't leave, didn't he? He did. He did. And he said, this is quite interesting, he said, if, you, if Britain leave, they will have to stay at the back of the queue for trade negotiations. And apparently queue is an English word, an American would say line. And the debate has been, did the Foreign Office write that line for him? Mm. Did he say it because he knows we would use the word Q? Yeah. So it's a, it's a touch of the Ich bin ein Berliner there. Did he yeah. know what he was saying or not? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tricky. Not funny, but arguably interesting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is our new strap line. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we haven't had a word from our sponsor yet this show, have we? No. Well, you'd we... think a show in Europe, we could work it in, but we sort of worked yeah. into other shows more easily. Yes, it's. I, one feels doing a show on whether Britain should leave the European Union is perhaps one not to introduce our sponsor to. Perhaps this needs to be, you know. Well, our sponsors arguably were you know the strongest uh, supporters of. British integration into Europe. Hey, oh, yeah, well, exactly. Isn't well, it really just a continuation? Yeah. yeah. Well, they were very, they were very pro. Um, what well, they were pro Europe, pro yes. central one single currency. Yes. Um, they didn't like the Belgians. <laughs> they didn't like Belgians. No. No. Um, Danzig Corridor weren't big fans. I don't, yeah. I don't know what the European Union is. Um, Okay, um, I've got another another. I've got a a, a a call to go now. Anti-European one. Okay. Although Ian, we haven't had no, we have had one from you. It was Morrissey, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Not depressed. Okay, uh, it's from the Moody Blues. Oh. Yeah. Uh, go now. We've already said goodbye. Since you've got to go, you'd better go now. Go now. Go now. Go now. So that's fairly well actually I suppose that's more from the European side, isn't it? Instead of where Rachel said they want us to stay, the movie yeah. blues is sort of saying they want us to go. But then they yeah. do say before you see me cry. So how many times do I have to tell you, darling, darling, I'm still in love with you now? And they go back to saying, Go now, go now, don't even try and telling me. So I think they're fairly keen. I think they're saying we should go. And don't look back, perhaps with a tear in our eye, but sort of go into those broad, brit, knit, lit, unlit uplands. Okay. To counter that, though, there's um, uh, a song from ABBA. (laughs) Previous contributors to this show. Sorry? Previous contributors to this show, ABBA. Well, they're basically saying that that fate... Uh, can't be escaped, and even if we wanted to leave the European Union, okay. that if we tried to leave, we, we wouldn't be able to. If we left, we'd still be part of Europe, essentially. And that they convey that in this way. My, my, at Waterloo, Napoleon did surrender. Oh, yeah. And I've met my destiny in quite a similar way. The history book on the shelf is always repeating itself. Ooh. Waterloo, I was defeated, you won the war. Really? Waterloo, promised to love EU forevermore. <laughs> Waterloo, couldn't escape if I wanted to. Waterloo, knowing my fate is to be with EU. Waterloo, finally facing my Waterloo. Wow. Marvellous. They do go on, but... Yeah. They do, don't they? Similar theme. I've got three other voices. I've got Men at Work, Blondie and Ultra Rocks, 
who I feel all have something to say on Europe. Do you want to pick one out? Oh, Blondie. Blondie. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. in their anthem, Union City Blue, where they clearly talk about the European Union, O Power, yes. Passion, plays a double hand. Union, Union, Union City Man. Arrive, climb up four flights, to the orange side, rearrange my mind. There you go. That says it all, really. Doesn't mm. it? Rearrange your mind. Yeah. Get yeah. used to the union. Oh, accept it. Yeah. Can't fight it. I notice you're but... holding a pen. Does that mean you're, you're take, actually taking notes as we're going along here? Isn't everyone, is not everyone else? Yeah, I am. I, yeah. I, I got a pen. I got a, I, I got a standard borrow. That's the main uh, thing. Yeah, just, just making these down. Tighten up the score, really. Hmm. Um... Yeah, well, that's Blondie for you, isn't it? Yeah. You know, again. Uh, Rachel's got more, hasn't she? Did you, have you got more, Rachel? you got more to well, give. I don't know. That was another one I thought. I, I think we've probably covered the ones I had. I, can't, I think there was another one. I forgot it, what it's it interesting is. how many American <laughs> ones we've had, given it's yeah. a European... I know. Uh, yeah. Well, Obama was getting involved as well. Mm. Yeah. So the America are interested. Mm. The whole thing. Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, no one's done the final countdown yet, which is by Europe. Which is by mm. Europe, and very much, I think, um, you're leaving, leaving tomorrow. I think we're Maybe leaving tomorrow, but so it's farewell. Yeah. I mean, something. Who can tell? Uh, leaving tomorrow about five o'clock. It's a very. Um, it's a very. <laughs> It's very uh, sort of in, a song of inevitability. Mm. You know, they're, they're perhaps saying we're already on that final countdown. Yeah. It's going to kick in. Yeah. And then do 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 But I believe they also say you're leaving for Venus. Yes. So they've got a vision of what's going to happen. Which is more encompassing than Nigel Farage. Yes. They're more on the Boney M track there, aren't they? With <laughs> yeah. night, night flight to Venus. Yes. Mm. I mean, they're literally saying, we're not just going to leave the EU. We're going to actually join up with some other planets. Yeah, because they've got more <laughs> in common with us than Belgium has. <laughs> yeah. Isn't Venus, though, the Belgium of planets? <laughs> what, nobody wants to go there? Yeah. yeah. Um, but the chocolate's very nice. And you can get good waffles. But, okay. uh, obviously, you know, Venus, it's kind of a bit of Mars and a bit of Pluto, isn't it, really? It's just... I suppose. I suppose, you know, and, and, and the Germans probably tried to invade it a couple of times. Probably. It's in there. Um, I got East 17. Well, what did they say? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you wouldn't expect it from East 17, but um, they're essentially saying basically that we should think about staying another day one more day specifically one more day specifically they are basically saying it's basically a call to hold the referendum on a later day is is, is what they're saying they're just saying stay another day mm -hmm. so, it's going to affect the common agricultural policy though hey hmm? yeah we're very far into this podcast before somebody mentioned the common agricultural policy <laughs> what what's going to happen to all the Rapeseed oil without the EU. The Butter Mountain. The Butter Mountain. The Milk Lake. Hey. 
<laughs> um, a banana got... boat. <laughs> oh. I, I thought, wasn't it a milk float? <laughs> you know, I haven't heard the word. I haven't heard common agricultural policy for years. I no. forgot. So basically, that's farmers are going to be screwed if we leave the EU. Uh, what British farmers? British, British, well, British farmers, yes, with uh, British beef and British chickens. Well, they will because all the subsidies they get now, which they get from the EU, they supposedly think they'll get from the government, but the government's <laughs> going to have to. But exactly, I mean, can you imagine that? I can imagine it. Yeah, I've got quite a broad imagination, but um, yeah. Oh, the farmers! If you're a farmer out there, and you're listening, would you like to, to sponsor our show? Would you like to sponsor our show? Because <laughs> frankly, our existing sponsorship of the Nazi Party is. Um, no, no it's hang on. We don't sponsor the Nazi Party. Nazi, Nazi Party sponsor us. Let's be clear on that. What? You never made that. I've been. Sp- oh, for goodness' sake! <laughs> that, that's how you can afford a solid gold microphone. <laughs> oh dear. Well, you know, they ring up, they say, do you want to sponsor, you know, just as a one off? And then it's yeah. kind of, you know, you know, two say, P a month will buy a um, skull, skull and crossbones necktie. And, you know, set up the direct debit, you can always cancel it, you know, yeah. after a month, but you don't. You don't, no, you just leave it on. And before you know, you've built a. I'm trying to think of a comedy Nazi thing, but I can't really think of yeah, something. It's, it's a limited Ben overlap, isn't it, though? Yeah, it's 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 limited comedy. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the sort of the Nazis are quite funny until you get down to specifics, and then it yes, gets yes. less less funny. Um, anything to do with ovens, and you're frankly doomed, really. Um, yeah, so that was that was E17, very um, very uh, a bit of a bit of a plea to stay, but only just for one more day. So okay. is that Europe ple- pleading us to stay? Is it? No, I I like to think it's um, I like to think it's it is literally seventeen the three of them saying can we stay Brian Harvey and the other two just just saying you know we've looked into this and if we do go we should at least just extend it by one more day yeah. give yeah. us give us time to I don't know get rid of those blue flags with the yes go cleaves on the, and, the red crosses on them the blue crosses. Blue Cross? Oh, the Union Jacks. No, sorry. I can't. No, we're keeping, keeping the Union Jack. Oh, oh, before you know it, they're of us taking down the Union Jack, eh? Hey, hey. Putting some straight bananas. I don't know why people who want to leave the European Union have to sound like that, but they seem to. Yeah, we do. Yeah. So do you want some men at work or do you want some Ultravox? Oh, men at work. So they interacted directly what? with a man. Pan- every time you say that. <laughs> Ian understands Cam. He does. <laughs> but uh, does Cam understand Ian? <laughs> <laughs> they had interactions with a man in Brussels. So buying bread from a man in Brussels, he was six foot four and full of muscle. I said, Do you speak in my language? He just smiled and gave me a Vegemite sandwich. So communication issues, top of the list there for men at work. Hmm. Sandwich is actually a appropriate subject matter because apparently, according to my referendum thing, over three million UK jobs are linked to exports to the EU. And it does beg the question: There's all these songs about 
don't go and don't leave and stay and things but it's kind of we're very dependent on Europe but what do they actually get from us it's not like you go to France and there's like you know to they don't eat toad in the hole they don't have beef eater restaurants they don't you know like over here we have lovely French markets. food yeah <laughs> But we've got we've got French food, we've got Italian food. French farmers market. You go over there, and it's not exactly like the Cornish pasty shop, is it? You know. No. Sing out, frankly. My yeah. Cornish pasty. Kind of like you know, what did the Romans ever do for us? It's sort of like, what have Britain ever done for Europe? Really? There must be something that they want us to keep us in for, but I don't know what it is. We introduced the, the human rights. Bill of thingies, didn't we? Bill of thingies, thingies. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, here's a here's a common misapprehension. Fact fans, this is a fact correction. The European Court of Human Rights, which gets lumped into the European right. Union quite a lot, nothing to do with the European Union. It's completely separate. If we come out of Europe, we will still be members of the European Court of Human Rights. Right. Yes. That's right. <laughs> That's insane. Um I went now. If you the dangers of searching for um, stuff on the European Union, now you get into the comments pages of um, various web articles. <coughs> I went on the Telegraph website to have a look on the European Union, and um, there's a few comments on there which I think bear um, uh, considered reasoning. Um, this is from John. Mm -hmm. okay. Oh, John. Yeah, John. <coughs> I personally have never met anyone who supports continuing membership of the EU. And I really do mean nobody in capital letters. John, you need to get out more. Um, the. Um, the. Um, lust. Redeum, okay, um, is confident that the UK will vote to leave because the average Joanne and Joe on the street, okay, uh, despise and distrust the EU and it's irrelevant. He's never met an actual person who thinks otherwise. The majority of the UK population see the EU as corrupt anti-democratic club of unaccountable scroungers diktats from user europe let france and germany boss belgium and spain about who cares um and then grant 69 has followed up to say the vast majority of people i talk to want out same here i don't believe the polls are truthful more commonly used brainwashing techniques of acting as most people want what the government wants, and the weak-minded, desperate to be part of what they perceive to be the bigger tribe, will go with it. So this is basically Daily Telegraph readers have never met anyone who wants to stay in the EU, mm. which um, I find surprising. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there we go. I suppose if you read the Daily Telegraph, that's the kind of risk you take that nobody's going to want to speak to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and then it goes on. There's an awful lot of racism later on. Nice. Yeah, which is always always pleasant to read on the internet. Um, 
But um, and Popeye Doyle is very concerned that there won't be any Anglo-Saxons left on this island. Right. <laughs> yeah. Popeye Doyle, of course, is an American cop in the French Connection movie. So oh, uh, European Connection there. There, there is. Um, that's true. Um, so he thinks he's got pure Anglo-Saxon blood. Is there anybody left alive who's actually not a mixture of many, many other things? Anglo-Saxon. Yeah. I don't think there's been any pure Anglo-Saxons for quite a few centuries, have there? Yeah. Um, Grantchester Meadows oh. wrote, I went to pick my son up from university, oh. drove through Spark Hill, Birmingham. What a mess. Well, the traffic is bad around well, here. It is. Well, Gwayon, my son, wrote, Try South Hall, Harrow, and large areas of London. Third world on your doorstep. Oh. So, well, it's not really, it's getting away from the EU argument, isn't it? Yeah. Criticism of London. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, basically, this is like about five comments in a row, and they're all basically talking about rates rather than the EU. Yeah. And then it's followed up by somebody saying, the media has done a good job of tarring anyone who wants out of this corporate authoritarian as a little Englander. So, you know, I don't know. What's wrong with that? Little Britain was a really good series. It was a very good it. series. <laughs> Computer says no. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. In fact, it's probably more enjoyable than this podcast. You may well want to go on and put it on. Enjoy it. It's... Uh, it's a good. I think the fact is there's a lot of people who haven't made a decision yet, and it could come down to how effective the campaigns are. And from the evidence that I saw today, the Brexit campaign, hate that word, is more is, more is campaign. Yes, yeah. is, is is far more um, organised than the Stay In campaign. In Matlock, in the centre of town, there's a there's a roundabout right in the centre of town. One side of the road you had the exit campaign. And on the other side of the road, it's the stay in campaign. But what the stay in campaign didn't realise was that as you leave the roundabout, you go across a little, uh, a little bridge. What I didn't realise was, was the exit campaign had somebody posted on the bridge giving out leaflets on the bridge as well. So they were. Mm. If, so one side of the roundabout, it's go out. Yeah. And on the other side of the roundabout, it's stay in. Yep. Yep. Do you get do you get a collection of people just stuck on this roundabout who are undecided? Just yeah, going around, just going round and go round. Out, stay out. Oh, I don't know. Stay in, maybe. Exactly. And just that, that's round. why the traffic was so congested there yeah. this morning. What? So the exit that you take does that actually affect your vote then? You know, if you if you want to stay <laughs> in. Yeah. What about like you know, if I want to stay in, but I want to go to Sainsbury's, which is down that road. So I, that's the leave. Exit. Oh, the, so I'd end up going to the wrong place. Well, I'd end up at the library or something instead of. No, if you went to the library, you'd be going down the road where. But if you if you didn't know, yeah, go to the library because there weren't any leaflet hold uh, distributors down that way. Right. If you want to stay in, you go right back round and towards uh, the road that eventually take you to Sainsbury's or Bakewell. I just resent the whole thing being on the roundabout because I don't really want my vote to be you know affected affecting my life like that you know about which way i drive my car it's kind of you know yeah because it might work that, that way in parliament where they divide eyes to the right and nays to the left you know the, the pub might be to the right and it's think oh i'm not sure but oh i'm desperate for a pint mm. i'll go to the right yeah perhaps so, that's influenced british politics more than we'll ever know 
So is our is our podcast officially against Matlock's roundabout based system of deciding referendums? I think that's the only bit of consensus we've arrived at. Yeah. It's not good. And I don't mean this episode, I mean in the history of the show. Uh I think you have to see it to sort of I, really appreciate it. I think it. we agreed Gary Barlow had slightly more depth to his lyrics than we expected. Yes, oh, that's true. That. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But a live a live broadcast from uh, Matt Lott would be excellent of the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. from that roundabout. Yeah. Yes. Well, we could do that Put now. Put shelter next to it. <laughs> no, 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 that's wrong. No. This time of night, there won't be any cars. <laughs> it's Matt Lock. <laughs> Just a lonely man walking along with some plastic bags from Tesco's, yeah. maybe. Just sort of shouting. Are you here with us this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> shouting at seagulls. Speaking of deep lyrics, I mean, there are very few singers who are, who have the depth of Sam Smith. He's quite deep, isn't he? Yeah. So we have to bring him into this. Do we? Do we? <laughs> oh, won't you stay with me? Because you're all I need. This ain't love, it's clear to see, but darling, stay with me. So so he's actually admitting that nobody likes there is a bit you. of a rocky relationship with Europe. Mm. We don't love each other. Mm. We're sort of codependent. Mm. That's basically what I think he's saying. Yeah. That's actually, that is very, very good view of it. Yeah, Thank it's you. like, we don't really like you, but we really want, don't want you to go. Yeah. You're all I need. I need you. I just don't like you very much. That's I think that's what he's saying. It's like Europeans can't live with them and oh. Yeah. Yeah. Although I don't know why he's calling them darling, but that's up to him, I guess. I I, th- I think he's a very loving man, isn't he? You yeah. know, he's, he's he's kind of got a lot of love to give and he's willing to give it to a lot of other men. It did it, it, metaphorically. Metaphoric love. And perhaps real love. Man love. Oh well, love, love, love for one's fellow man is something we, with the brotherly love, is something we all subscribe to. Yeah. Another big Neil says. You have a direct edit for that. <laughs> Another big Neil says, if the vote is to stay in, it's the end of England. Oh, that's all right then. Yeah, the EU will force us to accept unlimited amounts of unemployable third worlders. Oh yeah. Again, confusing the. Th- Again, confusing the third world with the European Union. You know, yeah. Africa, not part of the EU. No. I guess the main problem is because Israel appears in the Eurovision Song Contest, it's confused a lot of people into thinking that other That's bits... not third world, though. Depends which, um, depends which religion you are. I'm Methodist. What's the answer? Yeah, fair enough. Are you a Methodist? No. You haven't got the hat for it. So. He's got he's got a method, though. <laughs> Certainly have. He's a, um, that's why we can only see his head and shoulders and not his hands. <laughs> I, I assume there was another reason why we couldn't see his hands, but um, I don't know. Oh, um, no, there they are. Oh! oh! Sniffing his fingers. Oh! <laughs> Oh, you've just... Oh, thank heaven this is not a video podcast. Um, oh. oh. <laughs> Wait. Hang on a minute. What are we supposed to do? No. Um, Tell him later. Germany will have won World War Three without a shot being fired. 
and mm-hmm. add to the massive population explosion in Africa over the next two decades. No way of looking after themselves. A non-solvable problem of immigration is born. That's another big Neil. Very depressed. Mm-hmm. Talking of Germany, an interesting question for you. Mm-hmm. What is the angle of Merkel? <laughs> no. No. I think head shakes don't really work on podcasts. No. Oh, at least he's not doing air quotes, which is a very <laughs> common move. <laughs> thing. Oh. Um, yeah. So where are we? Well, I've got something from Ultravox to chip in with. Then oh. any other remaining bits. Then I guess it comes to a roundup of which pop and rock philosopher has contributed most. And we tried to find a neat segue out. That's the normal pattern. Why did you ask us if we wanted to have lyrics from Ultravox, Blondie or Men at Work, when you're going to do them all anyway? He's playing you with a false. Uh, it works a bit like the European Union. You get a false, a false sense of democracy. Go on then, Ultravox. Ultravox, Vienna. This image is gone. Only you and I. It means nothing to me. This means nothing to me. Oh, Vienna. I quite like Vienna. I went to Vienna. It's very nice. Mm. I, I don't know why he's saying it means nothing mm. to me. Hey, when you went to Vienna, did you have to show your passport? I walked straight through the EU channel and I didn't have to queue like non-EU members. Nice. And I went with EasyJet and benefited from their range of discounted flights that we wouldn't get if we left the EU. And currency, yet no landing visa. You know, think about it, guys. Holidays to Europe will be a lot harder. It's a thought, isn't it? It is a thought. And Vienna's very nice. Yeah. So there you go. I think Mm. I've rest my case there. Yeah. And what about the the two million expats living abroad that will have to come back here? Oh, no. Oh, no. Really? Oh, I was quite glad to be shot of it now. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think we can predict their politics when they come. All those people on the Costa del Sol will have to come back here. All the ex-cons. That's play. true. Europe has, yeah, actually, you know, we've complained. There's a lot of complaints, isn't there, about the, you know, Europe letting in con- convicts into the Britain. We've sent a lot of our cons over to Europe. Haven't yeah. We? You know, there's a lot of people over. I think Tony Blair lives in Europe now. Don't yeah, because Britain's part of Europe. Ah, see what I did there? I fooled you with my something or other. Um, Amon says. This country is rotten to the core and has been leadership leaderless for many years. Which country? The country. Mm. Um, That's a fair point. Could be Belgium. Maybe it's the countryside. Mm. The very reason people look at a corrupt Merkel and co for direction. Here we go. We have turned into a nation of lily-livered cowards who are following the indoctrination of the EU and the corrupt media. Well, there you go. Yeah. And they did, we did that without noticing, didn't we? I think we did, yeah. We, uh, yeah. we slept, walk into our fate, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, World War One, World War Two, we were well odd, but now we're a nation of lily-livered cowards. Yeah. I wonder if Eamon uh, um, would go up to a squaddy and tell him he was a lily-livered coward. Yes, that'll be... Uh, if that Eamon... If you're listening, 
why not wander around the streets approaching men in and women in Britain and tell them they're lily liver cowards and see how you get on? Mm. Um, uh, so where are we then? I think we're going to have some sort of voting and then smooth, yeah. smooth rock and roll segue out. <laughs> yeah, because well, that's that's really going to the smooth segue is going to work well with four people, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. we struggled yeah. the two. I think we're, you know, I think we're, I think our segues out are doing very well from the number of people who get to the end of an episode. Mm, <laughs> so mm. yeah, uh, we might be all right there. Um, okay, so um, who do we think is um, offered us the most, the most help? Lou Reed, possibly. Yeah, I was thinking yeah, Lou Reed. Yeah, Lou Reed, one well, of I think he has. I mean, he basically said, don't paint your bedroom green, which I think is fairly good advice. Don't buy a Ford Cortina. Yeah. Yeah. If you've got a blue car, check on it because it might have got nicked. Yeah. Um, Was that another one? Mm. I don't know. Yeah. So, on that bombshell, it's good night from me. (laughs) Are you going to go then? And it's, uh, it's 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 goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Don't forget to vote. You've been listening to Standing on the Feet of Idiots. To find out more, go to soundcloud.com forward slash feet of idiots. If you want to email us, the email address feetofidiots at mail.com. Keep the home fast, Bernie. You missed out the best bit. What was the best bit? The best bit, the ones I listened to, when you, when you say to the people where you're recording from. Oh, well, I'm you still spare, do that. I'm in my spare room. Mike's still I'm running. In my spare computer room. Okay. Ian, where are you recording from? Uh, we call it the computer room. Because <laughs> we're middle class. Is that because it's the room with the computer in other people, working class people call it the coal shuttle or something. I don't know. <laughs> I suppose if I'm following that logic, we call this the um, Easter egg room. Oh. We've, got, we've got an Easter egg in here. Several. Uh, yes, quite a lot of Easter eggs. We've also got a piano, so we could say we're the recording from the music room. Actually, my parents did go through a brief period of calling one of the rooms in their house the music room. Mm. <laughs> so they had the piano in it. I feel very honoured to be here because I've heard mention of this room on the podcast I listened to, and now I'm actually here in this room. It's um, quite, quite something. Yeah, it's good. It's just a shame we're not recording from the shed, really, I think. Oh, well, you know, can't wish for too much. Live the dream. Yeah. Shall I oh, stop wait. the recording and send it to you? <laughs> Given the number of sheds you've got, do you get EU subsidies for all those?